a common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John Katz and Rita Cosby. Katz and Cosby on 77 WABC. Lots of questions going on about the lab leak theory. And now there seems to be more evidence than theory on what happened with the coronavirus. And joining us now here on Cats and Cosby, we've got New York Congresswoman Nicole Maliotakis. And uh, Congresswoman, you were terrific yesterday. We were all talking about it. You were blockbuster. And especially when you were questioning the medical experts, the scientists, like the former CDC director, Robert Redfield. Uh, what did you think was the big headline? Well, I thought there were two. Uh, Number one, um, the former director, Redfield, told me that he believes he was shut out of any conversations with the other scientists, primarily uh, Dr. Fauci here in the United States, uh, the head of the U.K. health organization, the World Health Organization as well, uh, because he had a differing opinion. They were trying to suppress debate on the origins of this virus, and he feels that Medically, and, and, and honestly, looking at all the evidence to today, um, the Republicans were right. We said that this was a lab leak, okay? This was developed in the Wuhan lab, uh, which is a communist Chinese-controlled lab, uh, and uh, it's, it's mounting evidence showing that now to the point where Energy Department says so, uh, FBI says so. And even though there are still some who deny that theory, uh, they believe now that Dr. Fauci was suppressing those who believed it was a lab leak theory. Um, And he had created this natural origins theory to suppress that discussion and debate. Ed Ed Cox here, Congresswoman. And he had a motive for doing it, didn't he? Well, it appears that he did. And that's what we're trying to get to the bottom of. It appears that NIH... Uh, gave funding to EcoHealth Alliance based in New York City, which then turned gave funding to the Wuhan lab. And so one of my questions, which I think was the real blockbuster yesterday and real bombshell, was that the CDC director told me that he not only believes that uh, the he says there actually was no doubt that U.S. tax dollars were funding gain of function research in the Wuhan lab, but also that it may have likely contributed to the development of the COVID virus, and that the funding didn't just come from NIH. He believes it also came from USAID. It came from Department of State. It came from the Department of Defense, and I think that was quite shocking. Uh, So I think that was the reason why perhaps Dr. Fauci was looking to suppress that lab leak theory at the very beginning. Nicole, it's Tony Carbonetti. I I think one of the things that, that you can be incredibly helpful with going forward is because there will be another crisis. Someone like yourself has to explain to the scientist going forward, be a scientist. It's okay to say, I don't know. Don't All these people succumbed to the pressure of the 24-7 news media at the time and were giving the answers that they knew weren't – they're scientists. They don't know the answer and won't know the answer until it's proven out over time. So say what you know, say what you don't know. Let the politicians do their jobs. Yeah, well, what's interesting is that uh, there was a phone call in February of 2020 in which uh, Dr. Fauci conducted with multiple scientists from across the country, the world, actually. Um, and those scientists uh, told him that they believed it was a lab leak as well. And three days later, they came out with a public paper, those same scientists, four out of the 11 scientists, saying that it was not the lab leak, that it was natural origin. So what happened in that three-day period after that phone call with Dr. Fauci that all of a sudden they changed their opinion? And that is also what we're trying to get to the bottom to. So there's a lot of questions that still need to be 
asked and answered. Um, but the reality is for two years, Democrats refused to have hearings on the origin. How do you how do we prevent the next uh, pandemic if we don't determine where this came from, how it was how it was developed and how it was unleashed in the world? And so, you know, it's shocking that the COVID subcommittee did not until yesterday have an actual hearing on the origins of this virus. Uh, Congresswoman, in the last week, this is David Patterson talking to you. Uh, I understand that Dr. Fauci says he has an open mind on the subject. Why would he have an open mind now any more than he had before if he was part of basically suppressing uh, an opinion that may have been different than his but was medically informed as much as his was. Well, and see that that really is the 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 real question here. What was his motivation? What was his in, intentions uh, with putting out that paper or, or uh, promoting these scientists to do that paper? Um, those are the questions that we have. And, and unfortunately, when we brought Dr. Fauci uh, before Congress, uh, he answered all the questions. I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't remember. Uh, and that is why we are now questioning those individuals who had worked with him, had been involved in these discussions, were, were participating in these phone calls to try to get to the bottom of it. But I think there is a reason why Dr. Fauci, you know, abruptly retired. Um, and, and, and perhaps it's because he didn't, he, he knew we Republicans were going to be going down this, uh, path and trying to get answers for the American people. But the reality, this is the thing that I want people to grasp. Why is this so critically important? Number one, to prevent the next pandemic, but number two, there needs to be accountability. Okay. You had nearly as many Americans die from COVID as you have had Americans die in every war since the revolutionary war combined. Okay, we're talking about over 1.1 million individuals and their families deserve answers to know what their government did right, what their government did wrong. What were they hiding from us? Uh, And we just want transparency. I think at the end of the day, you you have more people die in one year, Nicole, uh, from drugs, from fentanyl than all of uh, Vietnam, all of Korea and all of Afghanistan and American soldiers over multi years. In one year, that many people died, and nobody is doing anything about it. And I commend uh, uh, Senator Lindsey Graham for saying, let's use our cruise missiles. Let's take away, let's blow away those fentanyl uh, factories. Well, you know, and and I appreciate that because border security has been one of my top issues. We are seeing fentanyl, as you mentioned, just one year was 100,000 uh, Americans in just one year alone, and we know it's coming from the southern border. We know the drug cartels are profiting tremendously over this. This government isn't allowing it to happen. We need to get real tough on the cartels. We need to pass our Border Security Act for America that gives the CBP the tools they're begging for. We need to stop this drug and human trafficking and the exploitation of these people uh, who are looking for a better life. Um, and so I think that is why you're seeing hearings at the border. You're also seeing a major hearing yesterday. This was the other bombshell that happened yesterday. The Foreign Affairs Committee had a hearing on Afghanistan and what occurred there with the withdrawal. We had a Marine come forward and say he was a sniper uh, who was there at the Kapul airport when they were doing the evacuations. He spotted the suicide bomber and he asked for uh, the, the permission to shoot him to prevent that attack, and he was denied. They oh, my God. Guys. Yeah, that was a and bombshell. So, that was what, Who did they say gave the order to that? Because that was a bombshell yesterday. It was the military leadership, but what I will say is 
they had two opportunities to to prevent that attack. One, it was a it was a grave mistake to close the Bagram Air Base without evacuating all the American citizens first. That was the first mistake. As a result, the Taliban released all those prisoners uh, that were at the Bagram Air Base, and that is where the ISIS suicide bomber came from. That was the first mistake. And the second mistake was not allowing the sniper to take out uh, the terrorists uh, prior to that attack. That would have so, saved 13 soldiers that died. Yeah, and uh, by the way, at 100 Afghans. So more Afghan civilians that were there. It is, it is heart-wrenching testimony, and I urge everyone to go online. It's on my Facebook page, uh, but, or you can find it anywhere on the Internet. Um, and, and we're getting out the truth, John, and that's, I think, the important thing here. People want transparency. They want answers, and they're getting them now after two years of stonewalling by the Democrats. Wow, that was blockbuster. You filled us in on so many hot topics, and I'm so glad that the Republicans are trying to get some accountability on all these huge issues, Congresswoman, because so many Americans deserve answers on all of these things. Thank Thank you, you, Congresswoman.